Selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or VIN. As easy as a stroll in the park. Okay. Then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds. As easy as singing. Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop-off and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot. As easy as playing guitar. Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today. Ute fans worldwide, welcome back to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. It's always good to be with you and talk Utah football, all things Utah football, and maybe a few other things. Well, you can follow us on all the normal social media, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, wherever else, Facebook, Twitter, MySpace. (laughs) Yeah, anyone out there know what that is? Uh, You can uh, email us, utefootballfans at gmail.com. Yeah, we're on Instagram, too. All of that stuff. Text us. Text us. Not Texas. <laughs> text us. 801-839-5622. All right. Let's just get right down to it. There you go. That's all the contact info. Do get a hold of us. Leave us your comments. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Do that. You'll be blessed for it. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of blessings. Lots of blessings out there. All right. Let's just get to the game. Saturday. 31 nil, Idaho State, a real barn burner. Okay, talk. Talk to me. Talk to me. I mean, it was, it, what's there to say? It was over by the end of the first quarter. It was over by the, like, I the mean, first snap, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Moss had 100 and something yards, a, a quarter and a play into it, and pulled them from the game, and, and which they should have. I It's what they should have done, but it wasn't even 10 carries, 106 yards, what, two touchdowns? Uh, did he have two? He had one. Had one. One touchdown. Oh, I'm yards. sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, it, it. it's exactly going into the game. Now, I would like to see more points, obviously. Um, but the, the the second string played for almost Most the second the half. Game. You know, offensively. And, and, you know, defensively, they look great. Even the Which second string. A bit, let's re... Yes, but... So expected. They did what... Oh, they did exactly what you expected. You knew what's going to happen. We or had... We had, what, like 300 yards in the second quarter or something like that. Something like that. Remember, we were looking it up. But honestly, I was just saying to both of you, I don't remember anything about that game. It was so boring that I don't remember. Rin. I Here's the thing. I get why these games are important, and I it's good for the team, but it was so boring. <laughs> All right, let me, okay, let me just back up a bit. I, I should have said who was here with us tonight. You just heard from Bryn Church. Oh, yes. Then we have James Russin. I'm Gary Axsmith. There you've got it. <laughs> All right. Now okay, now, now we in. can move. Now we're in, everybody. Now we're in. But Brian was whining. What were you whining about? No. I, or not I whining. Just, or I, analyzing. It was well, boring. What were you analyzing? Okay, it was boring. But, it was just but, boring, but yeah, It whatever. was. But overall, there were some exciting big plays. I know. So, right, yeah. So there were some things that happened in this game that we've been wanting and missing in the first two games. You know, we had that really long bomb. Um, That's true. We did have To one. Brian Thompson and... There was the other touchdown by the tight end. Keefe? Keefe, yeah. Is that how you say it? Keefe? Moss looked incredible. So it, what else can you say? 
I mean, we yeah, and Huntley him. had uh, 200, 282 yards, three TDs, and no, no interceptions picks. again. And no sacks. Although there were a couple that sh- maybe could have been sacks that he was able to get out of. Um, the thing I am upset about is our turnover. It wasn't worth it. Covey, I love you, Covey, but... <laughs> oh, that wasn't worth it. You can't have those. I was trying so hard. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. We were already it was we were already up yeah, by so much and two plays later we picked them off and so now, I, know, I know, but you got to be now, Edelman. Now we have a turnover. Down, hit the ground. Yeah. No one it's no one the plays over and, and be okay with punting it. So. Yeah. It wasn't worth it. Um one thing that I find very interesting about this game happened the game before is the backup quarterback situation. Yeah. I do not know why, but Drew Lisk is coming in as the number two he's guy. Must, he's the backup. He's winning in practice. He's as well. winning in practice. Is and, and I find that so interesting. I don't know if something, heaven forbid, were to happen, what would happen there if Lisk would come in or if Shelly would come in. Cause Lisk's Shel- coming in. Lisk is getting those reps. He went six for six on Saturday. That's how I he's, see it. Yeah, he's in number two spot it. right he's now. He's the number two guy, and I think that is so interesting. Maybe he... He's handling Ludwig's play calling better. Maybe the offense is more suited for. I don't know, but that interest that's that's interesting to me, because Shelley led us to the South Championship right. last year. Well, won some games for us. So it is nice though knowing that if Lisk does come in, our third string guy got experience. So I know Whittingham said he was a little disappointed with our backup running backs. This game. I- yeah, he said he would have liked to see more production from them because they did play basically the entire second yeah. half and some. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I mean, but it's good experience for him. Exactly. Any game experience is good experience for them. Yeah. So. I think Wilmore, he's got that potential. He's like a little Zach Moss, which is a that's a huge praise. Just his the way he runs is very Zach Moss esque, if you will. I agree. So all right. Enough right. of the analyzation of that game. <laughs> let's let's move let's forward. Move on. There's not much. Okay, not much here we are. The preseason, and that's what I call it. Yep. It's over. Preseason is over, and we are exactly where we should be. And I think every rational Ute fan would believe we were to be kick the Zubies and take care of these other teams handily, which we did. In fact, we handled all of them. Handled all of them. Okay, so now all of that. Oh, that's over. And now, now it matters. The season begins. Mm-hmm. This is big time. This is it. Um, I'm so I'm so ready for it. I'm I oh, feel I like too. I am there's too. been so much hype and it just feels like we haven't really started yet. Yeah. Zuby so, game had some I mean it's legit. Yeah, They've had it yeah. had some teeth to it. it did, that the other ones Yeah. The stadium had it just even at it, the home games, it didn't right. it didn't feel like Real Utah football. No, so and now, here we go. Here we go. So here we get USC right out the gate. Okay, this is this is this is huge. Uh, look, I, all of us are wondering which USC we're going to get, or what kind of USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I still it's USC. They're still stacked with talent. So USC's two and one. They struggled against Fresno. 31-23. I watched that game. They could have lost that game. Fresno yeah. played good. Fresno's a good team, though. They are. Stanford. Of course, they get Slovis, who comes in. Mm-hmm. He tears them up. Stanford's not looking very good. So, But still, it was 45-20. 
and then they go down and lose to the Zoobs, which is unacceptable. It's unbelievable. Just, it's it's terrible. How are you kidding me? But they lost. So two and one. It's still USC, uh-huh. and we go there. So I'm worried about. It. I, I I think we go yeah. down and take care of business. But this is this is going to be tough. I totally agree. I mean, it's still USC. I know their entire coaching staff is a dumpster fire at, at best, but they still are pumping out five-star athletes across the board. I mean, they have their pick of the litter. I mean, Whittingham talked about it today. It's just they can go into any home and say, we're freaking USC. You want to come play football for us? And five-star kids all over the board are going, yeah. So they've got athletes. They've got talent. They've got skill. This mental hurdle, I don't know what it is about playing at the Coliseum. I don't know what that's about, but all these things, I, you know, but, and now it, now it matters, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, the thing is, if you look at, you look at the Zuby game, because, mm-hmm. because there's the teams we've, we, we that's a, a team we played. Mm-hmm. So we can, can compare a little bit. It, it the game came down to the to the turnovers. Let's face it. Even Witt said that today. They tried to ask him, you know, yeah, whatever. And Witt said, you know, three turnovers, three, and, and at three at key times, yeah, the game two. ended on it. Yeah, the, the, game, the game ended on ended. it, and there was ten points given up by USC on turnovers. I think USC got out coached. What I, I do, too. what I watch because you've got what the Zoobs. They simply you had this freshman quarterback second start they played eight back man they rushed three guys most of the time and so this guy's thrown into eight though usc ran well but he made the mistakes that and that cost him the game for instance see this is kind of what worries me is that if i look at some stats they lost the game three turnovers that's the big one but total yards 452 yards they had tons they lost the game Uh uh-huh wow 452. So their passing was 281. Um, first downs 22 and 21. The, the game was almost equal in yeah. so many in so many ways. But I, I you look and you think, okay, USC lost to BYU. They must have not done very well offensively or whatever. Oh, they they not put at up all. tons of yards. 52 yards. They gained more yards than the Zoobs did. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And that's a that's a worry. I I agree that because well, they they're gonna put they're they've got a potent offense. It's mm-hmm. the defense that kind of go. What the heck? How did Little Willie and those guys <laughs> torch them? <laughs> Give me a break. Well, and <laughs> yeah, their offense is is really good. Um, they've got three receivers on their team that are all NFL bound. Yeah, they're talent. That's crazy the- talent. Um, and I I kind of compare. Okay, you're exactly right. BYU they dared them to run the ball. They said. They did run the ball. And they ran the ball, but anytime there was a pass play, drop eight and try to make that guy make mistakes. So I don't know what Utah's going to do because we're really, really good and dependent on man-to-man coverage, um, which is what Stanford tried to do, and they torched Stanford. Yeah. But yeah, so who knows? Know, who knows what know. we'll do, but we're not going to – I don't think we'll drop the eight like No, I don't Zubes think so. Did. I think that's that not us. We'll, we'll rush four, um, and I think that our – our D line can have some have some success, but they rushed for 171 yards against the Zoobs. Yeah, Good 281 note. passing. Mm-hmm. 
The stats with Slovis, though, I, I was, and this was after the Zub game, so you put it all together. His his completion percentage is seventy seven percent. Yeah, he's he can sling the ball, nine and a half yards a throw. So all, all I know, Ute fans, as I look at it, okay, the Zubs beat them. Mm-hmm. We beat the Zubs, but it's not because they're weak. They they're gonna they they no. can they're gonna move the ball, and they had a rookie, and he made some rookie mistakes. And it cost them. Their D should. I still can't believe the D didn't stop them better, but whatever. Utes are going to have to force some turnovers. We're going to have to force turnovers. I've got to capitalize on the opportunities that come. I hope we can take advantage of the fact that they've already played an overtime game against BYU, and they've already played Stanford, and we've had yes at least the last two weeks, maybe the last three weeks, if you want to include the Zubies. Oh, I will include of it. just cake teams, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've. We've got some guys that are a little banged up. They've been able to just sit out and get that extra weeks. And so when you look at it that way, we should be in much better shape than them. But here we go. Here comes Pac-12 play where anything can happen. The Coliseum, I don't know. We just we struggle so much yeah. there. I think this team's got a lot more they do. leadership. They absolutely do. Um, they've got very big goals. They talk about it openly. and I And, and they know that this is the... First huge step to accomplishing their goal. So it's not a matter of focus or any of that sort of stuff. Yeah, I don't but think that either. No. Um, I saw somebody, I wish I could give him credit. I saw on Twitter that, like you said, BYU had to come to Provo at altitude. It was 1,000 degrees. As USC. We, as we know. USC, USC, USC had to came, yeah. come to Provo on Saturday. They went to overtime in 100-degree weather, whatever the crap it was. <laughs> then they had to fly back <laughs> to USC after a loss and have a Friday and game, a, Friday a short week. Game. Yeah. So all those things with a freshman with rookie a freshman quarterback. quarterback going up against the Utah defense, who is one of the best in the country. I just, you know, I those are all positives for the year. It's a positive. What uh, do you? So what do you think the score? Let, what's your score prediction? I'm not going. Well, Brian, Brian, you're not Brian, doing Brian, that. Brian. Uh, I, <laughs> it's twenty-eight, twenty-one, Utah. Okay. I think it's. I think we put up more points than that. I bet we put up thirty-five, twenty-one. I think it's be. I think it's gonna be close. I think it'll be close. I think it'll be close, and then I think we scored late. I think we win by fourteen, but it's gonna be one of those close games. I just maybe it's a defensive touchdown. What's up, Brent? Over there, I see you. I don't know. Brent's picking me. Oh, so you no, ask, you I'm not. Us. You ask <laughs> no. us and to give us. And then you don't even have a freaking answer. No, I'm just, I, I don't know that we'll win by 14. Maybe, well, then what's your prediction? Maybe seven. I, I'm i more in the 28, 21, oh. maybe 31. 21? 30. No. So we all say they're going to, the Utes are going to well, win. Well, yeah. I, absolutely. I, I, they I should want, win. Yeah. They should win. I don't know what I'm the line is the right now. I'm picking the Utes to win, but. but they should win the game. All right. And you know what? It's This is prime time. Friday mm-hmm. night at mm-hmm. 7 Mountain kickoff. I don't think there's another game or at least significant game. This is, uh, this is nationwide. This is the game. It's USC. It's Utah who's ranked whatever it is, 10, 8, 10. 11, all, all in there from different polls. This is big time. Uh, take this for what it's worth, but uh, the ESPN – Predictor, let's predicts who's going to win the game. Uh, as of right now, has uh, USC at fifty-seven percent winning this football game. <clears throat> so take that for whatever Who? it's worth. ESPN. 
Just that little old that little ESPN. old ESPN. Those losers. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that surprises me. I thought it'd be the other way. I thought they'd have us at. It's probably it's the home field advantage. I is probably what's scaling yeah, them just, towards I, USC. That's what it is. Who that's gives what a is. crap what, what the last century has done? I don't freaking. <laughs> I don't freaking care. Well, that's what Whittingham has yeah, said. Yeah, I don't today. care. It's it's. A, he those are different care. teams. And okay. I'm sick of hearing the Utah hasn't won in the Coliseum for a hundred years. Okay, we haven't been in the Pac-12 for what eight, ten years. So we've played there all of seven times. So, uh, but I think well, it's, we we're five go. and seven against SC. Isn't that right? Isn't that our record of recent year or something? Something like that. But I'm just saying in general, we haven't played them every other year at the Coliseum. No, and lost fifty times there in a row. It's just. Yeah, we're just saying though it's a home it's home field. If if they were in our stadium, you'd so have a different better. field. That's, that's so all better. we're saying. You're, I totally agree. That's but what we it haven't. Is. No, correct. Maybe I'm wrong. We haven't beat them in the Coliseum since we joined the. Pac-12. No, no, we yeah. haven't. So exactly. Yeah. It's, it, right. So there. <laughs> we've had some awesome games at Rice Eccles against USC, but and some crappy games in the Coliseum, the Coliseum. We it just yeah. It's a mental thing. I get it, and it okay. We're going to go down there and win, though. Okay. Here we go. We're going to win. We're a mature team. I'm with you. They know what... This is... There's leadership the, on this Just go play team. your game, Utah. Yep. Yep. Just go play your game. Start fast. That's the only thing I do worry about. We've yes. Had, we've been sluggish at the start. Start well. Start doing some things. And a team like USC, uh-huh. who think they're... You know, just... Make them feel bad, and they'll give. Well, and if you I really believe that. I totally believe. I, I totally agree. And then Helton's gone. No. And Urban will be coming in next and year. Urban, so, <laughs> Urban's going to be the AD. That's my prediction. Ooh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Start fast. If you can get up on USC, and if you can get to a 14-point lead or something like that, and just put the force on, them man. into becoming a little bit more one-dimensional and putting a lot of pressure on this freshman to make a lot of decisions that that just lends itself to a utah win but if you start slow that is i totally agree we have started slow don't get behind and on I these hate guys that. man and they're yeah don't get behind i uh so you listen to probably some of the the press conference today with wit but he made a statement that utah has played less snaps i think they've all played three games i believe all the teams I bet if you looked at it, they played all. Mm-hmm. But Utah's played less snaps in all of the Pac-12 by like 200 or something. Yeah. He said the number, and that's what came to my mind anyway. I don't know. But he said that's part of the advantage of not playing fast is that you play less snaps, which means less punishment on your players less and your fresher over time. I've never actually, to be honest with you, I've never thought of that. No, I've never thought of that. Didn't think about it. So he goes, look, we're going to be fresh for the game. Yeah, there's there's some... Bumps, bruises, some things here or there. But when you're, and particularly you put that over a season, mm-hmm. less guys getting hit as many times. That's what he's saying, which is kind of an interesting way to look at look at stuff. And it makes sense to me. Hmm. Yeah, so, I've never thought about that. Are we the only, I mean, we're not the only team in the Pac-12 that plays kind of that slower offense. No. There's not many of them, but. Stanford. Yeah, Stanford doesn't play but that sure as way. heck, uh, yeah, I'm not going to go down the list. Well, Washington, Washington State, State does yeah. not play 500 Oregon, snaps a game. <laughs> Oregon does not. What about Ke- I don't know, but a lot of them don't yeah. play as methodical, yeah, and as deliberate as Utah, and and as those 
snaps they add up. Add up. That means less hits on guys, which makes you fresher and less susceptible on, to some injuries. So I don't o, know. It's yeah, a, your O line and things like that. Yep. That's interesting. Anyway, it's an interesting way to look at it. So um, today, Bryn was on Channel Two. Oh yes, I Fresh was. Fresh Living. She was. Uh, well, you tell us what were you doing today? I was there to promote Homecoming Week, week, which is next week. Um, Washington State's our homecoming game, which 8 p.m., Utah fans, here we go. We finally get our night game we've been asking for. But, yeah, I was there to promote homecoming and all the different activities that are going on next week. There's some really fun things. If anyone is interested in coming and running the 5K race. No. James, uh, it's it's fun. You can walk pass. it. You can walk it. Fun and running should not be in the same <laughs> No, you sentence. can run it or walk it, but it is fun. It's a family activity. My kids ran in it last year. They have a little 1K race. I can do that. I can do the 1K. <laughs> you can sign up for the 1K. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go to youhomecoming.com and get signed up for it. It's it's fun. You get to run through campus. You get a medal, long sleeve shirt. It's fun. Is it going to be uh, challenging to do the run through campus when game day's here? When game day comes along. Yeah, you know, we've been... <laughs> Washington. <laughs> so it's the Washington State it's game. It's the Washington yes. State game. This, this is, is huge. Next week, so September 28th is the 5K race as well as the game that night. And yeah. if college game day happens to come, we'll be... We'll, we'll be ready, but we'll let's be, win this week first before we... Well, we'll be looking at... We have to tweak the race route a little bit, yeah. but it'd be a yeah. good problem to have, so... Are we, are we going blackout? By chance, or do we not? No, know? that's the throwback Throwbacks. uniforms with the interlocking use. The white helmet, okay. not the new the homecoming. One. Yeah. yeah, homecoming. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, homecoming. Yeah. Don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but the famous Brynwood Church was on television <laughs> so pumping famous. the U. The Brinsider, Brinsider <laughs> pumping the U, and uh, also homecoming week, which is a lot to do not only for students but those who aren't students at the U. All these kinds of golf tournament. The races, all this kind of stuff. So, yeah. you know. Go to get, youhomecoming.com. Youhomecoming.com and get involved. It's going to be fun. But uh, first things first, let's go beat the, the crap out of the Trojans. How about that? <laughs> and get this thing started off right. Yeah, this you is gotta, where it matters. You've got to start Pac-12 play 1-0. If you remember last year, we started off Pac-12 play 0-2. We lost mm-hmm. the first two games. Ended up winning the South anyway, but it just... It makes your road so much harder. This That's the thing is this is where if this would just be a fantastic start. Because, look, USC is going to compete for the South. Yes, they no are. Matter, yeah, no, no matter, matter what. what. And, they and, are. And therefore, you want that win on these guys. Exactly. Because if it's tied up, that gets you there. This is big. And, and I look, think we all know it. I think all Ute fans really know it. So it's we're ranked 10th in the country right now. Okay? If you're the 10th team in the country you should be able to go on the road and beat an in-conference opponent that's banged up on a backup quarterback you should be able to do it we'll see prove it preview we'll the it. 10th best team <laughs> we will. all right so uh james put on our facebook page today uh, a question do you have it there read it. Yeah. read what you so, put on there just wanted to get a lot of fan feedback on um where they are with the the team so far this year with the, the stadium. So I just asked the question, uh, what do you like or dislike so far? Um, whether it's team, stadium, atmosphere, kickoff, opponents, pretty much anything. 
So we got have a lot of comments too. Forty man. as of right now, we have forty four, and I'm sure that it'll it'll keep going. Um, I'll preface this with: we do not have the ability to change the size <laughs> of the concourse. <laughs> right. I wish that I did. I'll see what I can do. I'll call Mark. I call him. Mark. I know some construction workers. Yeah, I know some people. Um, but I I apologize. I can't change the size of the concourse. Um, one recommendation was to build a second concourse higher. Uh, I think that that might cost too much money for my budget. And none of that is in the and plans. And who's going to sit up there, by the way? Yeah. So well, none of that's in the stadium we're gonna skip, expansion We're going to skip concourse comments. My, I feel the last couple of games have been brutal because it's been so yeah. freaking hot that I, I, too, have gone up into the concourse and tried to get away from the heat. And yeah, you're all right. It's bottlenecked. You don't move. You stand in one spot for five minutes, and it's horrible. I think a little bit of that is a byproduct of the fact that it's so hot that people are trying to get up out of the heat. So I think the Washington State game that starts at 10 o'clock. I will say, though, I do... 8 o'clock. Sorry, 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. I do feel like the concession workers are much slower this year than in years past. Pick it up. Let's go. Let's have some I urgency. That, I know that they use that as a fundraiser for local high schools and stuff yeah. like that, but you need to have like a supervisor there. Yeah. I mean, the like hot dogs have been sitting them. On, the, on the oven there for like f- four months anyway. So <laughs> Just pull them off, stick them on the bun. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. I do my own condiments. Like, like, they, let's speed it up. They've been very slow and yeah. that then... Yeah makes the lines just keep backing up and then no one can walk through the concourse. So I will say, if you could, if Mark, if you're listening. Mark, I know you're listening. Um, He's a condiment man, condiment man. Get some urgency listening. in those concession workers because they are so slow. One comment that I did see is, I know that when you get close to the front of the line, there's those little TVs. That, mm-hmm. So you can watch the game. But if you're in the back of the line, you're screwed. No, I want to see, I wanna see so, the live game. So I don't want to miss One of the order. comments and recommendations that I really agree with, let's put some big screen TVs mm-hmm. up above the concessions. So at least if you're I'll stuck I'll make a phone there, call, see if I can get that done. See if you can get that done. <laughs> I think Gary's going to take a trip to Costco tomorrow and buy, 15, <laughs> buy a couple He'll mount them 75 himself. inch screen TVs. I'll be up there with TVs. my brand new so, screwdriver. I'll see start what off, I can do. Um, Go with jo- the very yeah, first the very, one, very first Josh Bellow. Josh Bellow said he's been very impressed with Huntley's decision maker, and he's a, he's playing much smarter. Amen. 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 I, amen. What more needs to be said? I I Absolutely love agree. the way that he is playing. He's playing his best football, both physically and mentally, right now. I think he's playing great. I'm sure his QBR, which we talked about last week, is even better this week. I I'm sure it is, and he's playing within the system and. The dirty little secret, Utah fans. Everyone's saying the offense is so boring. We haven't opened the offense up yet. So no, but but he's it's not going to be. It's good balance. What, it's yeah. great balance. If it were, if the balance is working, we win games. And we win games. So, um, yeah, I I loved that comment. I thought that was great. Um, I think this is an important one. Okay, Courtney Min uh, Milne Fuller. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Diet Pepsi. <laughs> amen. 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 <laughs> but I don't know the other. Uh, if we can find the name with somebody, they. Oh, here it is. Geraldine Blakely. Need to go back to Coke products. No, that I don't. I would disagree on that because, you know, Pepsi. Yes, is garbage. But Mountain Dew. Mountain I recommend Mountain. Is... <laughs> I recommend the Mountain Dew. It's. It, it is holy water, and it's worth drinking up there. So you like the Pepsi So I like change. the Pepsi products. 
Get a code. I'm not going to get, get that change. Red. I'll put up the. I'll put up the TV screens, but we're leaving the Pepsi. <laughs> Very important matters now. Um. Owen Tucker, noon games in September when it's 87 degrees. The hard thing about that is we have no control, right, Bryn? Well, us three. No, no, no. no. I mean, <laughs> I mean Utah. It's our do, fault. Does, does Utah have a say in kick times? I don't know. Um, I think. I don't know about those first ones. I think as the season goes on, we start to maybe get a little more say. It depends week by week, though, because it depends on which TV network has first choice and all of those different things. I do know things have been told to Mark, our good friend Mark Harlan. Um, if we need to have early games, put them in November. I just disagree. And, oh. and it's well with that thought process. <laughs> Like everyone's saying, is it's you're watching a game in an oven. I mean, it's just so hot that I would re- if we're gonna do an eleven o'clock game, I, October would be better. It might still be sunny outside, but at least then it's only sixty five degrees outside. But in November, youth sports is done, so then you're not having the conflicts of little kids soccer, little kids right, football. So kick at eleven, and but that's what I'm saying. It's better to have early morning in November. You're saying October. October, November, December. No, I, I think November because just not September. As we know, last year, the last game of the season, we played the Zubies at eight thirty at night in November, and Arizona, Arizona State is kicking off at two p.m. and it's seventy degrees. That makes no sense. We yeah. were we were in well, twenty degrees, and so that's all I'm saying. You know, we economics of of some of the economics of this television revenue. That's because what they're trying sits. to say is you got. With the BYU game in Utah, first of all, it's a rivalry, and it is known in some areas, and people want to watch it. And, of course, BYU is the love child of the uh, of ESPN. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. So, did you know that Willie Wilson used to be a Utah fan? Yeah. Oh, really? Did never they, heard did, that. Did they tell you that? Okay. I never heard that before. I wonder if they said it at last week's broadcast. I <laughs> but bet I, my house that they did. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so I think we missed some of the economics. That's why that's how the television and oh, they yeah. have so it's, much power. It's all about the TV. So back to your question, no, we don't really have a lot to say. I think sometimes they ask for input from the AD and stuff like that, but in reality, we really have no okay. say. Okay. Do you have the one Josh Tracy? And I agreed with him when he said this. I'm going to miss Moss after this year. Yep. Every game, <laughs> I am cherishing. Seriously, yes. enjoy, enjoy it, people. It. He's the best running back we've ever had. And well, he's, he's going to break all the records. Oh, and, and he's going to put it so far. He's going to get there. Out of reach from anybody else. It, he's, he's, it's unbelievable what we're watching. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I agree. Enjoy that. Um, ben Goats, two games of sluggish starts. And we talked about that already. Yeah. I, that is one thing. Now that we're going into the games that matter, you we, you can't have sluggish starts anymore. You have to come out hair on fire from the get go. So and offense and defense. You know, I tend to say, oh, it's the offense is the problem. But the, the Northern Illinois game, the defense was sluggish coming out the gate. Yeah, I don't know, but I think we all everyone's in agreement. Let's go from the start. Let's play hot. Let's play hot from the start. Yeah. There was the, did you see uh, Ryan Bennett? I think we'll know after Friday, Friday's game if Utah is for real and if they're going to go the distance. I I'm, mm. uh, I think that's, I'm not full in on that. I, I get the sentiment. It will show us some things about us, but I don't think it's 
It's a long. The whole thing. It's a long season. It's too so. much season. We yeah. don't want. You know, it's not going to be the end if we lose. I get what he's saying. Yeah. I think we're gonna we're, we'll really be able to get a real t- a showing of what we're really like come Friday. But if by some chance we lose, it is not the end of the world. You know. Well, you look at last year. We lost Huntley and we lost Moss in October, and we all thought. Okay, it's, it's over. O- it's over. There's no way we can do anything anymore this season, and then we win the South. So, yep. I yeah, I totally get what he's saying, but because it'll give us a chance to finally see how we match up against a real team. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's true. It's still a long season, so anything can so, happen. So yeah, and if we, it's not, it's not over. No, it's any not means. over. I, mean, I if just we went, see any, but it will show us a little bit. Absolutely, not a little bit. It'll show a lot of where we're at. Where we're at. I agree with that. That part of it. Um, last one for me, Alan Mele, Male. All he said was, I dislike our passing game. That's all. I'm sorry, bud. I, I, I understand it's not the sexiest. It's not the flashiest. But, dude, it, it is efficient. It protects the football. We're putting up points. We're winning football games. The guy right before him in the comment page. Yeah. John Golding. I would agree with John, John's assessment. Really liking the balanced attack on offense. If Tyler plays to 80, 90% of what he's doing now, we should be really good in conference. Yep. I, that's how I see it. Yeah, I mean, is it? would it be fun to be throwing 450 yards a game just wild? Oh, I mean, be, Washington State, be I, great. I, get, I get that. But that's not our offense. And that's why I agree with the balance. If the balance is working, if Moss is putting, if Moss is doing his thing, we're controlling the game. He's we're make we're, we're scoring. He's getting his yards, getting touchdowns. Moss, or uh, rather Huntley, is protecting the ball, doing what he's supposed to be doing, putting up points. We're going to be hard to beat. So I, I prefer the yes. balance. I, I I'm not. Yeah, I mean, there's a part of me I wish we were a little more open on the passing game. But hey, as long as we win, I'd rather have it efficient than flashy. flashy. Yeah. Well, and if every single game I walked out and it was a 50-50 split run pass and Huntley had 230 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions, and we won the game, that is a perfect stat line for me. So, I don't know. Thank you for your comments. Let me ask you this one, though. Cameron uh, Treadwell. Uh, he said he's okay with playing BYU. I'm not with I'm it. not. I'm, I'm done f- with them. Uh, I Just because the Zoobies, it's every year what it does is keeps us from playing some other team, yep. and I'd rather play some other teams. But he also said no more SUU, Weber State, Idaho State. I okay. would agree with that, but everyone, pl- everyone That's the does thing. that. Everybody does it. So every most teams have an ABC sort of a non-conference schedule. So... Just about everybody does it. I I am okay playing one C team. I'd be okay playing maybe a a minus, a high B. If we substituted Utah State in there, uh, Fresno State, you know, somebody like that, a Houston maybe. But our A game every year being the zoo, yeah, I'm sick of it. I'd rather... No. What, Michigan State, let's, let's bring Michigan State to town. Let's bring Iowa to town. Let's go to Iowa. Let's go... A home and home with Penn State, or it's there's just, a, there's a, a ton of them. bringing South yeah. Carolina. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if they would, I mean, let's bring in some SEC teams. Well, we're let's playing, go there exactly. We're instead playing, of the Zoobs. instead of the Zoo. I'm so tired of them being our A game. No, they're 
No, we're not. so far past that. It'd be so cool to have some of these home and homes with SEC, ACC, Big Ten teams. It'd be awesome. But I love it. I know. I get everyone plays these games, which I don't like. First of all, you're paying season tickets to yeah. watch. We've had two home games, Northern Illinois and Idaho State. However that has to play out, I don't, you know, the, again, the money side of it and all this other things and how it's going to play in the record. I don't like it. It's not that, it's not as fun as having legit schools. We're 3-0, and all, but re, probably realistically, if you're playing all these tough teams from the start, you could have one or two losses because you're playing really, really good teams. Well, that's the downside. That's with everybody. That's the but downside. It would have to go everybody. You just couldn't be the only school because yep. then your record doesn't look as good as these people playing... Well, Alabama plays a Citadel every freaking <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, there's like, what, 200, you know, 200 students at Citadel? You put a, you put a gun to my head, I couldn't tell you where Citadel even freaking is. But Alabama I think plays it's South Carolina. Well, probably. We're down in the you South. You just like saying South Carolina. <laughs> but you're... Go Cox. <laughs> yeah, you're a Gamecock fan now. <laughs> I just... You're right. Every team would have to, to do it. I just am so tired of playing... BYU every freaking year. In a couple years, we're going to go. We have a home and home coming with Arkansas in 47 years or whatever it is. I'll be dead. You'll enjoy the game. So, (laughs) as long as, yeah. So, um, speaking of Cox, (laughs) that was was a a hell of a segue, right? Transition. Game Cox. Well, you guys, where's your. That was good. Are you walking in the gutter out there? We're with Whittingham in his press conference. Today. Oh yeah, so that was funny. funny. That was good. Talking about sex, sacks. I mean, sacks. Oh, oh, and he's walking off. Did you hear that? Yeah, I swear he's. He said, said "Listen to it." The dude oh, says, "Sex." It sounds. It, was, yeah. What? Yeah, that guy. Needs to enunciate. Yeah. Uh, please enunciate. <laughs> Anyways, back Anywho, to back, oh, back to so then back you can Cox. Let's talk about Cox. Cox. <laughs> so last Saturday I was out of town, so I wasn't to the Idaho State game i was in south carolina and we were there and alabama was at south carolina and we said boom we're going and we went to the game and uh where do i start of course it's alabama so the place was was rocking um 80 plus were there they have a cool intro of the team coming in their music and and uh, their song. They have like a particular song they play a lot of the game. It's called Sandstorm. You, every, you've all heard it. Everybody's heard it. Look it up. It's an instrumental. It's some trance song. And But they gave everybody towels. And so you, pretty much the whole stadium other than the Bama fans, which so happened we have, I had to be sitting in section by oh, a bunch dude, of that, freaking <laughs> Bama fans. That's brutal. But... Uh, but they're waving their flags, and and they've got a pretty good core. It's choreographed. They all know what they're doing. It's really it's pretty cool. But the the team comes out, and they did play ACDC, <laughs> Alice in Chains. Oh yeah. Um, had some fighter jets come over to start, which is always a cool thing. I don't know if that's yeah. a, a week to if that's an every week thing or not. But at this game, it was. They had a uh, a reverend give an opening prayer. Um, Amen. I thought it was a cool thing. Is it a religious school? No, no, no. Oh, not at all. Just the South, Britain. not at all. 
Let's it, let's it, start doing that. It was pretty cool. Uh, so he gave a prayer. Everyone's jacked and and play the game. And it was, you know, the atmosphere w- was electric and. Uh, and, and it was fun, but I did observe and look around at the stadium, and it, they are two tiered. I mean, there's the lower. I don't know how many rows it is. It's probably around forty is a lower tier, and then there's upper tiers. Uh, and then on either end zone, they did have some seats, but not very, at least on one end, not very high. Probably like thirty rows or something. Then there was the scoreboard. The other side, uh, yeah, they had a couple of tiers. I did, by the way, I did go to the Clemson Stadium, Death Valley. We went and saw the Clemson That's Stadium. Cool. And they that holds over 80,000. No, they weren't playing or, or whatever, but um, but the structure was very similar. Built not exactly the same, but they had the two tiers, and, and they looked pretty much the same. And what's interesting is that the field and the stadium are pretty close. They're right mm-hmm. on. I mean, the end zone, the back corner of the end zone is like only a few feet from a bush. Yeah, they put the hedges there. The hedges uh-huh. and then some padding. So, but it was uh, having said that, great atmosphere. But you know the as neat as it sounds, and if you see pictures of it, I'm Rice Eccles is cool, man. Yeah, Rice Eccles is cool. <clears throat> Where we drove in, now I wasn't able to see all around the stadium. Um, but where we came in. It was like an industrial thing. I might as well have been coming down Beck Street or whatever it is over there <laughs> and then walking in. Uh, and when we got into the same look around, you could kind of see where some tailgating was. And so I'm sure there was some better. But you look around, there's really not scenery to see. And when I compared it to Rice Eccles, where on the east, the mountain range, mm-hmm. and even on south, north, and then, then that view over the valley, it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, our concourses weren't as big and as tall, but they, theirs was a little bit wider in places and big. But the big concrete pillars—it just wasn't very beautiful underneath. Rice Eccles is nicer underneath, just not not quite as big. So honestly, well, what's the seating like? Are you on? Seat? Oh yeah, no chairs that I could see. Everything's bleachered. Everything's bleachers, and I think that's part of getting the eighty-one thousand. It's right. like you're crammed in there. I, I'm, I'm sitting there crammed in to everybody and the guys behind you i had i had the chick behind me who was blasted out of her brain she was <laughs> you know it was first of all it was hot and humid as it is and then she was drunk she she was like her head was on my back like oh, for the geez. whole first quarter i thought i was going to get you know puked on she was a bad <laughs> way finally she left I, so i didn't have to have her kick hitting me in Knees the back in, your back in my back but yeah they they get you in there but it's all it's all um, benches. Well, and I years ago we all went to the Notre Dame game. Similar thing. You, I remember I walked into the stadium and I thought, wow, this probably holds about sixty. And then I googled it. It's over eighty. <laughs> and then pack I pack you in. You, they pack you in. So we talk about how many fans we want to fit in the stadium. Utes, if we want to have sixty thousand people in the stands, I bet we could get there. Step one: get rid of the chair backs. Step two: now you, you every wanna, single person is going to have to give up about four inches. Of their chair, it's we will, not. It's, it's not, not worth it. it. Not it's gonna be not happen. worth it. And once we enclose it, we're gonna have what sixty-five? No, fifty-five. Just fifty-five. Fifty-five. Yeah, they're not adding a ton more seats when it's they nice. expand it. But it's I, a great stadium. I do think we take for granted the scenery, like you're saying, oh, around Rice Eccles, because we've been to a lot of other stadiums, mm-hmm. and there's nothing like it. Looking out over those mountains, 
But I will say I we've had two games now, and I know some of it's the opponents, some of it's been the crowd. Our crowd was probably the worst I've ever seen. It was last rough week. on Saturday. But the atmosphere has just been. Blech. Yep. I get it though. I, I really I, do. It's I, Idaho State. It is. I think At, it's part of the team, but I I do think some of it is some of the things that they're trying to do. They've changed some of the hype videos. At least mm, the timing of the it. The Timing of it's bad. They've gotten rid of some of the things. They're I don't know. Just it feels like some of the stuff they've been trying is just not well, say, working. South Carolina on their on their big board, they didn't do any of the uh, Chevron mm-hmm. stuff. All the advertising that we get. Les Olson or whoever it is, and the Chevron and blah blah blah. They didn't no, have any of that. none of that. They had little things on the side. You could see people, little squares on their board of advertisers, but they didn't do all this kind of stuff that we did, which I, I, I appreciated. Um, but let yeah. me, let me, but I, I, I agree with you. We got to step it up. But I think I'm hopeful, positive that we will because the the real teams start rolling in here. Yeah. Um, but I did take special note for the student section because I wanted to see, mm-hmm. you know, here we are, SEC country, uh, South Carolina, big-time school there. And, you know, and you know they had a good section. What, one advantage that we have, and particularly the MUS, is that because we just have one or all those sections are just very long. Mm-hmm. It goes all the way up to the top. So you're all there and all of this, but they don't have that there and so so their students goes up like halfway for i don't know what 40 rows or something and then they have the upper tier so the continuity oh. isn't there they so they don't go up there they have to go up to the top and then kind of wrap around behind the end zone hmm. but i watched them as the game unfolded and things were going on and they're just not as engaged from start to finish and stuff that the must and i thought yeah the must in comparison to this particular and this was against alabama though yeah, they were getting steamrolled after a while it was close to, for a while, though. But it's, you know, props to the must. There was, a to me, you know, I'm biased. I, I get it. But there was a mark. <laughs> there was a mark distinction. Um, and just finally, I don't want to, you know, continue talking about too much. But I'll say this. I would, I would love for Utah to play Alabama. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's have a rematch. I want a rematch against and beat them again. Freaking Alabama. January first. Let's book it, please, please. (laughs) I'm not saying we can beat Alabama, but it'd be so fun to see if we could. I'm watching them, and there's nothing gimmicky about the way they play. They're just straightforward. Utah plays well against that stuff, Mm -hmm. and we wit is it's about discipline. And I, what what I could not figure out is, and it went both ways. Alabama and and South Carolina is, can anybody guard the the slant pass? <laughs> My free it's, it's dude, two, it's three steps and in. It happened Step up all on it. game. Cover it, and then it's the misdirection throw back yeah. the other side that Tua. I don't know his whole freaking name, but all I heard Tua 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 from everybody in the in the Bama section. But he would he would be looking one way. This happened all the time. And then he'd look back the other way, hit a running back or receiver. I mean, he made a, f- some, a few nice throws downfield, but a lot of the times it was these misdirection. And the guy's wide open. And then they got the athletes in the speed. Yeah. The, the yeah. first dude misses the tackle. 40-yard yeah. game. A two-yard play turns into 45 real quick. But as I'm watching, I'm just thinking, man, I'd just love to match up <laughs> against these guys and just see 
Yeah. My, how it would roll. To go to... Uh, it's got a recommendation for Mark, obviously. We know he's <laughs> Mark, listening. Mark. Okay, I'm going to send this Ms. to you. Mr. Harley. Here we go. So I don't know why the change has happened, but in years past, it's always been to go around and do the U-T-A-H around that, okay? And then the hype video comes up, and the stadium gets pumping and gets juices flowing, and then the, the you see the bouncy castle start to sway. We've got to change that. Start to sway back and forth, and the team runs out, and the place goes nuts, okay? For whatever reason, they've changed that. This last week, I missed the whole freaking team running out because I'm waiting for the hype video. I'm standing there waiting. For, I look down. The team's on the freaking field. And then the hype video, and it's just, it was dead. Yeah, keep the hype video. South but Carolina you, had one. You've got to go, you've got to get that place jacked and going and, and revved up, and then the team runs out, and then that place is ready to kick off. Let's go. It yeah. just, it doesn't have that that build up and that lead up. It's just, it's lacking a there's little bit. There's a lot of people, there's been all those comments all over Twitter that people agree with you. And our replays, we don't, we haven't been oh. showing replays. We had no idea what was going on with no the, idea with the targeting and also the, the refs reviewing it, and they don't show a freaking replay. Yeah, we had no idea, and they haven't been showing any replays. So step look, it up, dude. Like, I'll see what is, I can do about that too. So after I yeah. install the, the TVs, the TVs change the pattern of the of the intro. We need a hype video. We a, no, we got we've got one. It's That's just the true. time Let's that they play, play it. it. Let's play it. Turn the freaking music up. I've harped on this a thousand times. Turn the damn music up. Half the time I'm going, what song is this? What song? Do I know this song? What is this? Turn it up. Okay? Turn the music up. Okay? And then after all that, Gary, what else do we want him to accomplish for us? <laughs> the replays. We need the replays. replays. That's, what, that's what I was getting uh, the to. Replays. The replays. Before we get to the Dick Award and call it a, a wrap here. Okay, the section we, we sit in. Oh God! Don't go on for too long. <laughs> but we got a guy that's behind us. We call him Coach. Go for we it. We call him Coach for good reason. <laughs> so I don't know who this guy is. I'm sure we that love you, brother. We love you. But he's your classic. I play a whole bunch of Madden, <laughs> so I know everything about football. Guy, actually, did play for the. He did play for the. U. That's the. That's the word on the street. No one's ever verified. A long time ago, but yeah, whatever. in 1971, no, was... with Jim Fossil. But was Fossil around? Fossil in the 80s. Okay, 80s. <laughs> anyway, the guy, it's like every freaking play, it's a full breakdown. You know, we, we run up three yards, second and seven. He's like, okay, here's what happened to everybody. <laughs> All right, so if you watched them, the, this guy, the, the tackle team on this responsibility and the center's responsibilities, and I'm just going, bud? If you're that good at coaching, <laughs> go down and give Whittingham a call. I'm Maybe. sure yeah, he why, could why use you. Why are you on the field? Why are you on the field? Hold that block! Hold that block! Hold that block! You gotta hold that block! Oh come on! <laughs> oh my gosh. It is Bud. Maybe he thinks you <sighs> need to learn some things I don't, about he, football. He's not talking. I don't know who he's talking to. <laughs> Maybe he does. Maybe he thinks I'm a moron. No, he's just fl- throwing it out there for all of us. For ignorance. all of us morons, he's going. My my Madden team's undefeated. <laughs> Go D, go, go D. D, go D. That's his. Fa- that's, that's it. Go D, go if D. If any of you make T-shirts, please make me a T-shirt that says "Go D, go D." I will buy it from you because I want one, but I want to give it to him. Yeah, I needed a two XL. Yeah, to coach at least double XL to put coach to coach to coach. Go D, go, go D. D. <laughs> go D, go D, go D, go D. 
and hold that block. You got to hold that block. Yeah, that's your responsibility. We have a great section, though. We I like do. Where we I are. like our section. I, I we got nicknames section. for all of you. So if, you get, if, <laughs> if you're, you're listening, if you're listening, <laughs> we'll bring you up. This is Coach. This is Coach. There's we'll more to, to come. We'll get to some other people, but that's Coach. That's Coach. All right. All right, Bryn. Dick Award. Are, Dick we, Dick Award. are we doing the Dick Award? We're, we're at the Dick, Dick Award every and, week. And, and Bryn gets to. Hmm. Our Dick Award of the week are the Pac-12 referees. Oh. Yep. You knew it was coming at some point. It's a little early in the season for this to be happening. They could win. They could yeah, have this, a record. This might be a multiple Dick Award throughout the season, <laughs> but our game itself, I don't know what the crap was going on. Honestly, I'm going to be really honest. I got up to go get a snack thinking when I came back it was going to be halftime. I came back and there was still seven minutes left in the second quarter. We hadn't even had to run a play. Because they kept reviewing everything and come to find out the reviews were illegal. illegal. They weren't allowed to review those plays because we'd already snapped the ball and done another play. Run a play play. and then they go, no, 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 sorry. We're going to go back a play to second down and review it. So they, they reviewed three plays in a row. Yeah. All towards the goal line. And I'm going, okay, if, if you're reviewing this many plays, that means you suck at your job. So that was that was just our game alone. And then it's now all come out today that the refs screwed up in the Arizona State, Michigan State game. In the last play, they didn't call a penalty that would have then had Michigan State re-kick a field goal and then probably would have tied it, and then you never know what's going to happen. Goes to overtime, you don't know. But Were those Pac-12 refs? Pac-12 officials. Pac-12 refs. So there's two games that they've then had to come out after the games and admit, oh yeah, we screwed up. We screwed up. up. Heard that before. (laughs) So Pac-12 refs, you are the dicks. And uh, there's a good chance that uh, you're going to get it again. And 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 we're only three weeks in. By the way, we need a trophy. If anyone is out there with any uh, graphic skills, I mean, not too graphic. Artistic. Let me say this. (laughs) Artistic skills. We could get some stuff. We need a trophy. The Dick Award. Send those to Gary. I don't (laughs) I don't need those in my inbox. (laughs) All right. Ute fans. Big week. It all. This is where it begins. This is it. This is it. Are going to win. Go Utes. Go Utes. And we're out.